Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 27. Email address, shalombayis777 at gmail.com. What I'm going to say now is based on a safer called Beloved Companion by Rabbi Sol Pesach Feinhandler. Um, it's a tremendous safer. A lot of the sources of what I have said or will say will come from there. Um, Anyway, the topic tonight is the story of Dina and Shechem, and the very unusual Chazal, Rishlokish brings it down, and it's brought down in Mesil Sisharem, that Hashem's connection to Knesset Yisrael, the love that Hashem has for Yidin, and Yidin have for Hashem, is, and the tefillah, and the connecting, and the cleaving to Hashem, is connected and you learn that that through the way Shechem was connected to Dina, which is a very uh, fascinating and somewhat unusual um, analogy. Um, so it says, Vatidbak nafshay bedina. So that's a lotion of Devekus, which is clinging. That's, a con- that's how you learn to connect Hashem through Devekus. And uh, then it says later, Shem b'ni chashka nashay he desired, desiring is a second uh, level. And then there's a third level of that um, he rushed to do what he needed to do with the bris and get everyone to do it. He chafetz b'bas because he wanted bas So Rishlokish says from here, you'll learn to cling to Hashem b'dveikus, which is the clinging, v'tigdak nashay, with chashecha, with desiring, and chafetza, with wanting. So the f- obvious question is, how is it possible that we learn to articulate our love for Hashem from a description of a love such, from Shatzar Russia, like, um, like Shechem? And why do you use all these different phrases? So to understand this, you need a general principle in that, that we can learn from our physical urges how we should yearn to fulfill our obligations to Hashem. And he gives an example there. The Pasik says, in Kakesef, if you search like you would search silver, and you would search it like you would search treasures, then Hashem. Then you will understand Yiras Hashem. So we see from here, from this Pasik, that the craving for wealth such as silver or treasure, is a deeply embedded human desire. And from that desire, we can learn from that desire for, for silver, for treasures, we can learn from there the amount of effort that it is required from all of us in search of Yeres Hashem, the fear Hashem. Therefore, we search for ways to express our love for Hashem and our desire to be close to Him and we cannot find a better example, ironically, other than the, from Shechem. Now, you can't use it the way Shechem used it. He was a Russia, and obviously he used his passion in the wrong way. But the, but the fact that he did desire this and shows us that we could use that lesson at the very least, that when we transform it to, for the love of the right things, we should do it with such a Hislavis. So the example is as follows. Shechem himself lived with a passion. He lived for love and desire. He used it in the wrong way. But the desire was very strong. Not only that, that, that 
he wanted to do it himself, but listen to this. He convinced his father and then later the entire city to comply with the severe demands of Bris Milo, which is not an easy thing to do, what the Bnei Yaakov wanted. And he somehow convinced them all to do this, you know, with his thing, oh, they'll, they'll marry and to marry us, this and that, all of it so he could satisfy his desires. So, of course, we can't learn from his riches, but we can learn from what, how far he went and his influence and his passion that he used wrongly, but he used it and he was successful in getting his father and the entire city to do what he wanted to do. And nevertheless, so, so even though he himself was a Russia, he's still an example to follow in that sense to show how strongly when you desire something, how it could affect things. And if you use it positively, not like the way Shem did it, but the opposite, and you use it for toiv, but you, do, you say, I'm going to take that cheshik, and even such a big cheshik, or especially such a big cheshik, that Shem had when he used it the wrong way, and I'm going to use it the right way, it's amazing how much you can accomplish. And from the different expressions of love that's mentioned here, the veika, chasheika, chafeitza, which is clinging, desiring, wanting, why all different expressions, that comes to teach you that it's not enough to feel love in your heart. You need to express it to your spouse, and your husband or your wife needs to be told about it. And he or she can reciprocate or return that love that you feel. And the more ways you express your love, the more the message will get across to your spouse, to your husband or wife, that you love, that you love them. And another way of doing that is using verbal expressions. First of all, again, I love you, that's nice, but you see from the idea of Shechem, using all these nuances of chasheka, Devekis and, and, and Chuka, clinging, desiring, wanting that even when you're using your verbal expressions to express that, you don't, you don't just say, I love you. You could use various different expressions that really would express that love. And just like we use it, Kaviachol, to Hashem, that we just don't say the words, I love you, or that's, but we use all many different types of way of praising Hashem and expressing our love for Him. So it's important, of course, to use verbal expression, accompanied by actions afterwards, such as helping out, spending time together, bringing your spouse uh, an occasional gift. So it's verbal. You have to express it. And that is extremely important. And that gives the opportunity for your husband or wife that hears this to reciprocate that verbal expression and to express love back. But it's not enough just to say these words. You have to then follow it up with action, with doing chesed, with doing a specific favor or gift or an expression of love that comes from a physical act of helping and of, and of, and of spreading that chesed and expressing that chesed in, in a tangible, practical form. And each expression of love adds a new layer of enforcement to the whole binion of marriage, and, and that's very important. Now, many men try to demonstrate their love by using physical affection towards their wives. Men are wired that way, and um, we're going to talk about that in future shiurim, why that is, um, that, that they're that way. 
But the women need more than that. It's not that's not enough. They need to hear words that express admiration and words that by their husband that tells tells them how much they're appreciated and how much you care for them. So as much as physical is nice and 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 you know it's it's a good thing, but that alone will fall short. And um, you need to use your words. And you need to use words of encouragement. Encouragement is very important. We discussed that in prior shiurim, and we're going to discuss it again today, because some things have to just simply be drilled into our consciousness. Because the truth is, every person needs encouragement. Everyone, everyone, no matter how unselfish a person is, no matter how um, you know pure your heart is and how much you developed that pureness of your heart, that you tore out as much self-interest as you possibly could, everyone needs encouragement. Everyone needs chizik, and we're required to give it. I know stories about tzaddikim also, tzaddikim that are very, very high levels, but when they wrote a sefer or they said a chiddush, and others appreciated what they wrote, appreciated what they said, they got a chiyas out of it. They appreciated it. It's very interesting, I'm just going to say on the side, I've heard this, and I think it's mentioned in the biography, that Ramosha Feinstein, he wrote the Igris Moshe, which is a Chuvais, and he wrote Dibris Moshe, which is on Gemara, and on Ian. And most people asked him Shilas and Halacha, and he answered through letters and the Igris Moshe. But it's brought down there that he used to have special Hanah when they used to ask him on the Tyrus that he wrote on Gemara, that obviously it's not al psach, but just to understand and, and and they're delving into his the depths of his tyrant, not just halacha but more bein, and he really was makatoyiv and enjoyed very much when he received questions and haaris on his dibris Moshe. And Ramosha was the least selfish person possible. It has nothing to do with that. People, it's a natural thing to get a chizik. Uh, um, Everyone needs it. Everyone needs encouragement. And if tzaddikim need it, us little people, we need it for sure. And we need, have to learn to give it. Have a wonderful day.